Welcome to the awesome pod mix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, when a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema. Today I'll be talking about the TV show Ted Lasso season 3's first episode. The show is developed by Jason Sudeikis, Bill Lawrence, Brendan Hunt and Joe Kelly. This episode's title is Smells Like Mean Spirit written by Leanne Bowen and directed by MJ Delaney. It's a spin on the phrase Smells Like Potential. The episode begins with a close-up of Ted at London Heathrow Airport. The PA system makes an announcement about flight 822 to Kansas City. Ted's facial expression made me think that he was sad about leaving Richmond. The phone beeps and it's a text message from Michelle wishing him a safe flight and saying she loves him. The phone's wallpaper has Henry's picture by the lake feeding the ducks. When the PA system announced paging passenger Lasso, I thought the entire season 3 would be a flashback and by the 12th episode, we'll return to Heathrow Airport. I could not have been more wrong. I almost called myself a moron. Sometimes I need to shut my overanxious brain to stop me from thinking of the possibilities. When it cuts to a wider shot, you see Henry seated next to Ted. So it's Henry who's going back to Kansas. The text was for Henry from his mom on Ted's phone. Ted takes Henry to the ticket desk. Ted has loaded Henry's iPad with movies so that he doesn't watch his neighbor's screen. I've seen parents do that for their kids. Ted says less movies about clown and sewers. That's a reference to the horror movie It. Henry has made a tiny Premier League trophy from Lego for Ted. You know, until he wins the actual one. Ted gives Henry a goodbye hug. He requests Henry to give his mom a big squeeze on his behalf and tell her he loves her. Oh Teddy, oh Teddy, Ted, 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 Ted. Ted is still not over Michelle. Ted is doing his absolute best to be a great dad. This scene made me cry. You got me, Ted. You got me real good. On his way back home, Ted speaks to Dr. Sharon over the phone in the cab. The song Wigwam by Bob Dylan plays as Ted has his therapy session with Dr. Sharon. We see an entire Lego set with Ted, Rebecca, Keely, Higgins, Roy Kent, Coach Beard and Nate a little off to the side. Ted places the trophy given by Henry on the Lego set. So Ted and Henry played with Legos, made blanket forts and now Ted is cleaning it up. He takes a shower, grooms his mustache and leaves for work. Ted doesn't understand why he's still in London. Sharon reminds him that he doesn't quit things. Doubts can only be removed by action. As he further has a conversation with Dr. Sharon, he describes his interpretation of rugby. It's like American football and sumo wrestling gave birth to a baby with huge muscular thighs all caked in mud. Ted checks with Sharon if she's dating anyone. Indeed, she is. In the credits, his name is mentioned as Chuck. The title sequence begins. Higgins and Rebecca read the papers in her cabin. Rebecca is upset and furious because everyone has predicted that Richmond would come last this season. Ted enters Rebecca's cabin and she notices that he didn't rhyme his salutations today. Something's wrong? Ted says, wait to notice Amos Otis. Here, Amos Otis means practical personality type. Also, Otis is Jason Sudeikis' son's name. Ted reveals that Henry went back to Kansas today. Rebecca informs Ted that everyone thinks Rupert is better than them. Rupert has better chances of winning this season so they need to beat him. Ted misinterprets this statement and thinks that Rupert is playing for the season. 
Ted realizes that Rebecca is talking about West Ham. Ted corrects Rebecca saying that everyone thinks West Ham is better than Richmond and Richmond needs to beat them instead of Rupert is better than us and we need to beat him. Rebecca wants to know what is Ted's plan. She reminds him that he promised her Richmond would win the season the day after Man City loss. Ted had blasted half a liter of Pellegrino in Rebecca's face. Higgins reacts saying, "Wait, what happened?" This incident is a reference to season 1 episode 10 titled The Hope That Kills You. Rebecca wants the same Ted who's willing to fight. Then she leaves to meet Keely. In the locker room there's a new belief sign identical to the previous one. Isaac the captain takes a bunch of names who've written off Richmond. Glenn Hoddle is a former English football player. Graham Sonnes is a former Scottish football player. And Jermaine Jennings is an English television presenter, football pundit and former professional footballer. Danny Rojas the eternal optimist thinks that they are all trying to motivate them. Roy Kent and Coach Beard discuss the movie Hoosiers. It's a 1986 American sports drama movie. Roy shares his 4-2-2 strategy for the season. Coach Beard believes it's a classic. Ted knows what it is. Four defenders, four in the midfield and two up front. Coach Beard is so proud of Ted. After Roy's explanation, Ted jokes, "Geez, who invented this thing, the Russians?" They did indeed. Victor Maslow to be precise. We see Nate driving to West Ham training facility. The song Follow the Leader by Eric B and Rakim plays. Nate doesn't even respond to others wishing him good morning. He doesn't even like anyone calling him Wonderkid. Wonderkid is the right word, but Nate made a mistake previously and now it's stuck with him. Rebecca walks into the premises of KJPR, Keely Jones Public Relations. Keely is speaking to Joe Rogan about Rebecca and Richmond over the phone. Joe Rogan is an American UFC color commentator, podcaster, comedian, actor and former television presenter. Keely hangs upon him and curses. Very Keely of her. Keely screams at the top of her lungs seeing Rebecca. She introduces Rebecca as her friend, her former boss, her angel mentor guru. There was a time when I used to have one of those. Keely cries because she's too busy and she has to schedule her cries as well. Rebecca is more than glad to lend her shoulder. At the Richmond training facility, Danny is surprised to learn that some other people write for Paddington Bear's Twitter account. Danny reacts like someone told a little kid that Santa isn't real. Ted decides to take the team on a field trip. Back at Keely's cabin, Keely is fixing her makeup and she says she feels much better after crying. Rebecca describes crying as an orgasm for the soul. Can't argue with that. As a character, Rebecca has really grown. Initially, she wanted to destroy everything Rupert loved, owned, and coveted. Now she just wants to beat him. Keely's CFO thinks flowers are for dead people and dead marriages. Yikes! Rebecca says she seems fun. Keely thought CFO meant corporate flying object. Rebecca is about to leave, but she checks with Keely if she would like to have dinner with her tonight. Keely declines the invite, saying she and Roy need to have the talk with Phoebe. I thought they were going to have the birds and bees talk. Oh boy, was I wrong or was I wrong? Nate is particularly rude to the new team players at West Ham. He calls them dumb and stuff. Nate is someone to speak with Rupert. Rupert laughs at Nate's not so funny jokes. I think he called him just to insult him for his car. Very Palpatine vibes. I refuse to believe that he didn't know it was Nate's car. With the help of Iver, Ted takes the team to visit the sewers. Rebecca returns to her office and we learn that Keely has ruined Higgins' shirts as well. Rebecca and Higgins watch the West Ham press meet together on her laptop. 
Ted has brought the team to the sewers because Henry needed to face his fears after he accidentally watched the movie It because of his fellow passenger. At West Ham press meet, Nate gets a panic attack. Now you know how it feels. Nate remembers the ridicule from the past and his picture with Ted. He spits on his past and moves on to answer the press questions. Back at the sewers, Ted explains the significance of sewers and how the team needs to lean on each other for support and let it flow. Back at West Ham press meet, Nate continues to make tasteless jokes about Richmond's poor performance. The picture where Team Richmond were going down the sewers goes viral. Everyone laughs at them including Nate. Rebecca slams her laptop shut. Rebecca blames Ted for taking the team down the sewers. Ted checks if it's because he didn't invite her. Rebecca clarifies that everyone is laughing at them and Ted needs to fight back. Rebecca is teary-eyed and her most vulnerable at this moment. The music piece from the song 1991 by Marcus Mumford and Tom Howe plays. At the Richmond press meet, Ted responds to all the questions with grace. We all need to learn a thing or two from Ted. He wishes Nate good luck for his new job at West Ham. Ted pokes fun at himself with a classic joke structure of I'm so dumb. He also calls himself as Ned Flanders cosplaying as Ned Flanders. Ned Flanders is a character on The Simpsons. Ted even makes a reference to Kevin Cosner from the movie Field of Dreams. If you haven't watched the movie, you must. It's a beautiful movie. Ted also jokes about his panic attacks. Oh, Teddy, Teddy, Ted, Ted, Ted. Now Nate slams the laptop shut. This is the way you kill with kindness, but not at the expense of demeaning yourself. Rupert gifts Nate a luxury car. At Keeley's house, Keeley and Roy inform Phoebe that they broke up because they were busy with their jobs. Phoebe is unaffected by this because her parents were divorced when she was four and she forged this belief that nothing lasts forever. Poor child, Phoebe needs some Danny and Ted in her life. I hope by the end of the season, her beliefs change. No child should have to think like that. In the car, Phoebe asks Roy if he knows what he's doing. Of course he doesn't. Phoebe thinks Roy is being stupid. Can't argue with that. The song in another time by Sade plays. Back at home, Ted speaks to Henry over the video call. Henry asks Ted why Nate is a little off to the side on the Lego board. Ted reveals that Nate is not a part of Team Richmond anymore. Henry says, But you can still be friends, right? Damn, kids are so wisdomous sometimes. I know wisdomous is not a word, it's a reference to the TV show Friends. Ted places Nate's Lego figure right next to him on the Lego board. Ted feels guilty for being so far away from Henry, but Henry motivates him to win the championship. The least he can do is try. Henry shows off Thanos' Infinity Gauntlet. When Ted inquires who gave it to him, Henry says Jake. Ted says, oh snap, that's cool, who's Jake? That's funny because Thanos snapped and wiped half the universe. My brain went, Jake is mom's boyfriend. Henry reveals it's mommy's friend. Even I want an Infinity and a Nano Gauntlet. This reminds me I need to write and record my podcast for Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. It'll only be available on Patreon. The end credits begin over the song Ring the Alarm by Beyonce. This episode was about Nate being the mean spirit. I need to keep little to no expectations from the show Ted Lasso. The last thing I want is to be disappointed. I love the show, I want to continue loving it and I want to enjoy it. Until next time, you can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash awesomepodmix. Thanks for listening.